0: this week's episode of the buzz we are your hosts scott tady and megan miller here at the beaver station cultural and event center
1: always an active place this month they have a big Oktoberfest coming up I, I heard they, they just announced it on an email blast. They already sold a quarter of the tickets, so you oh, don't want to you don't want to delay on this. If you want to, there's gonna be like five different German beers here. Oktoberfest beers. There, there's a German accordion player. Uh, his name is Kevin Selecki. But I, it's not this German. I, I think he should call himself like Franz or Fritz or something <laughs> just for this. But I hear he's good. It's gonna be good beer, good food, all the German Rotwurst and sauerkraut and all that stuff right here so uh october 29th that'll be a good time
0: and where can people find more information
1: uh the website uh actually it's rsvp.beaverstation.org again that's rsvp.beaverstation.org like i said tickets are going fast so you might want to jump right on that
0: and we are now officially into October, so a lot of fall festivals and events are going on, and the haunted houses around the region are opening again.
1: Did you see the scary photos we had in Sunday's papers?
0: I did. They're a little terrifying. <laughs> a lot of clowns and dolls, which I could, look, two things I could live without. But yeah, um, the Scare House in Aetna, which is one of the most popular like in that country, really, and it's made travel channels lists. Um, that is open for season. Freddy's Hunts, um, the Beastly Trails with the Beaver County Humane Society
1: what else uh, another one that's making a lot of the top 10 lists in the travel channel is the one in bethel park the uh, 100 acres so oh, yeah. you have two of the premier ones in the country here in the pittsburgh area then the beaver county ones are great too we've, we've covered freddy's many times and it's a half mile indoor trail and, and they go they go full guns they make sure they have the, the latest scariest kind of stuff and actors are really getting into it and then uh humane society's really kicked it up too with their beastly haunted trails you mentioned uh we got to do that last year and uh again you're out in the woods and it but it's it's scary it's creepy but then again it's for a great cause it's a prime fundraiser for the beaver county humane society so you're feeling good as you're running in terror
0: and another one that i actually went on a couple years ago was the zombies of the corn out like past freedom
1: i was jealous of that yes
0: yeah it was a fun it's It was cool because you're on, like, this wagon, and you get to shoot at the zombies with a paintball gun, but they don't come near you and they don't touch you. (laughs) That's, like, two things that I respect at A Haunted House, so that was cool.
1: How was your aim? Were you... you
0: you know what it's as good as you think would think it would be not very at all i think i you know got a couple of trees but i don't think <laughs> i actually got any zombies but all of that information of all of the local ones and the scare house um are up on our website now at timesonlinecom slash entertainment
1: you mentioned it's that time of year there's also this thing called the autumn splendor tour in beaver and lawrence counties and uh It's just a mishmash of things. There's art galleries like like Stray Cat Studio, a really cool place in Beaver Falls where they they teach you pottery. There's an alpaca farm just north of Elwood City. I got to check that out. And boy, those adorable animals.
0: Now, did you get to pet them or feed them yes, or really they let you Aww. feed
1: they have like 40 alpacas there and they they just eat some kind of feed and uh they, they said you could you could scratch their necks and they're a little bit shy about that but they're, they're really good for photo ops oh. alpacas do not mind selfies at all i learned well that's good And they have, they have like crazy cool hair on top they're all very individual and different there's brown ones black ones mixed ones white ones and, and they all have just their own little personalities it's Aww. kind of a neat thing some of the other places on the tour, uh, Courtney Lachlan Frame Studio and Beaver, they, they have all kinds of art. So the Hoyt Institute in Newcastle. Uh, The way they've done it, it's an excuse to get out and drive through the countryside, see the beautiful foliage, and then check out some neat art. So uh, we had a story on that uh, this past week. Uh, You know, it's something to to really consider. Autumn Splendor in Beaver, Lawrence counties.
0: And um, Stray Cat Studio in Beaver Falls is one of the places on the list. And you actually, um, later this week you can uh, log onto our website at timesonline.com and actually watch Scott do some pottery (laughs) at Stray Cat Studio as part of his Get Out This Weekend video.
1: Very addictive to sit there. You're, You're doing like the the Patrick Swayze ghost kind of thing. You're, you're trying to make a, some kind of a bowl or, or craft or whatever like that. I was doing okay. I, I got most of the steps down, but the, the final part where you kind of pull it out, you know, you'll see a disaster. You'll see it's – that's what separates the, the pros from the but it's The really, pros from you. It's really addictive to – I don't know if you've ever done that, to try to make uh, – you know, using the spinning wheel or using your foot. To, she, she could tell I, I speed when I drive. She said, you, you have a lead foot. But uh, it, it's a fascinating thing, and they, they, they teach classes there. They're going to be doing one for Christmas – guys can come in they're going to have beer there like a tasting and they're going to help you pick gifts and they're going to wrap them for you that's
0: genius isn't it yes that is no i've never actually used a pottery wheel before although i used to have to make the different things in art class and mine always blew up in the kiln (laughs) without fail it doesn't matter what it is so yeah but that's cool and can you actually like go to the studio as part of the autumn splendor
1: you can as a matter of fact they're having different kinds of tastings there's like a, a fall beverage tasting they're going to have there and uh it's just a neat place to visit anytime really they they have some other artists as well that they display their wares it's it's right on the foot of the hill right when you cross into beaver falls from new brighton it, it's like one of the first things on your left and i recommend it
0: cool and then we have a couple of concerts coming up this week too um, Brett michaels the pride <laughs> of butler county uh, returns to what jurgles
1: it's time. been like what three months since he's been there yeah I mean.
0: it's been a while so you know what i have never actually seen him
1: seen him and I've seen him with Poison and it's, it's what you'd expect it's fun I mean the crowd is part of the fun you've seen I them imagine. getting their their early 90s glam metal kind of thing on and <laughs> you
0: know all that hair and hairspray yeah.
1: cowboy hats and bandanas and uh but Brad he, he knows how to work a crowd he's, he's been doing it for so many years he, he definitely has a personality that shines and He'll play up the. He'll, he'll have a terrible towel, I guarantee. From from his personal collection.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he has quite a few. He's not one
1: of these outsiders that pretends like they're a <laughs> pretends they thing.
0: know what it is. Yeah. Um, and then we have another one, um, Gordon Lightfoot. He is returning to the palace uh, later this week.
1: They're they're saying it's the Legend Lives On tour. The the guy's like in his late 70s, mid to late 70s. But uh, man, so many great songs, Carefree Highway, uh, Sundown, The Wreck of the End and Fitzgerald. People remember him for. Uh, if you could read my mind, uh, you know, he's won a zillion Juno Awards in Canada. That's their version of the Grammys. And uh, i got to be honest, I've interviewed him. I've loved his music for years. I've never seen him. I'm going to try to make it out Friday and oh, cool. let you know what I think about Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, see what he's got.
0: Cool. And we will be right back. The Times has powered up with a new quick hit video series featuring our fitness and athletic development columnist, Rick Damon. Each week, Rick will highlight a different strength training exercise while breaking it down step-by-step and emphasizing correct technique. Watch the videos online at timesonline.com slash health and wellness, or find them on our Roku channel by searching Beaver County Times. Dig deep with Damon to achieve your best mental and physical health while staying injury-free.
1: Hey, Scott Tady and Megan Miller here at Beaver Station and Cultural Events Center doing the weekly buzz. We talk to you about entertainment, things that have got us excited, things we're looking forward to, things we're not so crazy about. This is the time of the show where we talk a bit about some things we've done entertainment-wise that we think people will be interested in. Uh, I'm going to start. All right. I saw Tom Jones last week.
0: Oh, cool. Was that your first time seeing it? It was
1: my first time. 76 years old, and the dude still brought it. Uh, only one person threw panties on stage, and it was a guy, and I'm still trying to figure that out, but uh, it, it got the crowd's attention.
0: All right. He
1: marched on and, and threw them on there. But, uh, Tommy, just that, that charisma he has, it's still there. He was doing all the big hits. Uh, you know, just a. But here's the interesting thing. It wasn't like a las vegas glitzy as i was kind of expecting he, he was doing like some serious blues rocking you know his band was really killer
0: interesting yeah i would expect almost like a lounge type act and it sounds like that was the exact opposite but... right for
1: for it's not unusual he started to get a little bit loungy but then they they kind of reined it in but other than that uh it, it was some some cool rock and roll I, I give the guy some credit he did some gospel kind of tunes uh he did, he did the Prince tribute. He didn't do Purple Rain. We've we've gone off on that. We're tired of that. He he did Kiss, which is a little bit, you know. That's a good one. Yeah, he he, he did it right, I thought. He added some funk to it and everything. So, yeah, I, I was impressed. Tom Jones doesn't play Pittsburgh very often and I I hope he comes back soon. I I, I would definitely recommend it.
0: Cool, and then I experienced a new event in Pittsburgh uh, yesterday, Doors Open Pittsburgh. It was their first um, ever event. Um, it was two days, and you could pretty much get a backstage pass at all of the different like locations in Pittsburgh. Uh, it was the Benidum, the Biome, Heinz Hall, the Renaissance Hotel, the Omni William Penn Hotel, uh, Dollar Bank, the Mayor's Chambers, all different places around the city, and it was really cool. Um, I talked to somebody there, and they said that they are going to... Um, have it next year, and they hope to expand more places next year. So it was a cool first event.
1: I saw your Instagram photo of the Benendam Center. You had like the big, was it the chandelier or whatever? Yes, it was
0: actually the one in the, um, like in the lobby or the hallway, and yeah, it was really cool. You couldn't go on stage or behind the stage, but you could walk straight up, sit in the front row, like look at the stage, walk upstairs, and like see everything, and there were a lot of, um, like greeters and, um, ushers who were actually there to talk about different, um, like facts about the Benidim and like how, when it was remodeled and when it was originally the Stanley Theater. And so it was cool. You got to learn a lot and got to see a lot of cool things that you wouldn't necessarily get to see when you're going there for a show.
1: Does that give you a new perspective now? The next time you're watching a, a show at the Benidim, are you going to think back to when you were backstage and what you saw?
0: Or? Well, on that particular one, there wasn't a whole lot of backstage. It was just mainly the theater and the lobby and everything. But, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to actually see it where it's not people rushing to their seats and you know like waiting in line for the restroom and everything so it was cool and um there were a bunch of other uh places um that i visited also um the biome was one and that was kind of the same thing you weren't allowed on stage but you could like see uh get an up close look at the ceiling because they also have a very pretty like ceiling right above the right above the stage and i think one of the favorite places that i went to um was the august wilson center
1: I've only been there once myself. And uh, yeah, it is a pretty interesting building.
0: Yeah, I've never been there before. And I got to see the theater. And I also, they have two exhibits. They had a Martin Luther King exhibit downstairs, and then the uh, costumes from The Wiz Live upstairs. And that was actually the world premiere of it in Pittsburgh uh, before it travels elsewhere. So that was cool. And yeah, they were. it was a really cool event. And it was all very well marked. At every stop, there was a sign outside. And then uh, actually greeters like in the lobby or the doorway telling you where to go and everything else. So it was a cool time.
1: And we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Heinz Hall was part of that tour. Interesting times now with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra on strike. You you said you saw some picketers? I
0: did. Um, There, the tour... For Heinz Hall was only on Saturday and I was there Sunday so I wouldn't have got to see it anyway but yeah there were a few um I guess they announced um the strike on Friday and I had seen pictures online and I think you did too um of picketers out front but um I saw it. there weren't many there were a handful probably seven to ten or so but they were right in front of um Heinz Hall for the few hours that I was down in the city yesterday
1: we'll hope that uh strike gets rectified soon and everyone comes to good terms uh, they, they did have to cancel this shows this past weekend they were doing a, the music of john williams kind of tribute and that got canceled because of that so
0: stay yeah, tuned stay tuned and we'll have any updates on our website at timesonline.com and um we've are back into the tv season now and we've talked about you know designated survivor this is us and um there's a new show that debuted on netflix not too long ago that i caught up on it's called easy Tell me about it. And it's eight episodes, and they're all roughly 25 to 30 minutes, so it's perfect binge-watching material. And it's interesting because each episode follows a different couple or a different storyline, so it's almost like its own entity. And it doesn't like follow along in like a regular season or a regular storyline like a typical show would. So it was interesting. I mean, some were better than others. Um, Orlando Bloom popped up halfway through the season, and he was in one episode. And um, a couple of the one, like a couple of the characters interlapped. Um, they would be on the first one episode, and they would come back for episode seven or whatever. And it was cool. It was different. I wouldn't say I loved it, but. It was worth watching. It was like a different take on television.
1: What's Orlando Bloom's storyline?
0: Well, he and his wife have a young daughter, and they end up, they kind of miss the, like, they got together and got married before, like, Tinder and all of the dating apps and stuff came up, <laughs> so they kind of felt like, they're like, you know, I'm really, like, happy how we met, but I feel like I'm kind of missing something a little bit, so it kind of delves on from there. Huh, interesting. So, yeah, so it's a cool, it was a different different take on TV. And as, you know, we're seeing all these stories about how Netflix is kind of taking over the world and like viewing is different than it used to be. And a lot of people are, you know, relying on the DVR. It's interesting that they were almost like 30 minutes of just one episode. Like you didn't have to watch all eight to like get the Essence of the series, that's which why is kind of cool. That's
1: why I binged on BoJack for yes, s- and to my favorite show of the year. I think uh, I did do one Netflix thing over the weekend. I, I caught up with the the Eliza Schlesinger, her new comedy special. Oh
0: yes, confirmed kills.
1: Going to be honest, I thought her last one was much funnier. I la- I laughed much more at the last one that was on. Uh, I guess what six months ago or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, I mean, it definitely had its moments. But there was I, the material didn't do it for me as much.
0: See, that's where we disagree because I really liked it, and I I started watching it um, last week, and I went online. I'm like, oh, how recent is this? Did it just come out? And it just came out uh, September 23rd. And I read a couple of reviews online and a few people were kind of saying what you were saying. They almost bashed it. They got three
1: stars. You know, at the top of the Netflix thing, they show you what viewers say. Oh, yeah. Only three. Usually they get four or five.
0: Oh, interesting. And yeah, so they were kind of like bashing it and saying like she was too much of a feminist and all of that. So I just kind of rolled my eyes and assumed it was, you know, that was not like the majority of you know viewers and i talked to one uh, person that we actually work with and she texted me out of the blue and said hey it's so great like you know whatever so i'm like oh, okay well she agrees with me it is really good so yeah i i really liked it she did a uh, bit on mermaids how like women want to be mermaids which i thought was pretty funny that I was I know. way too
1: long I, and yeah i wasn't laughing at all it wasn't insightful it wasn't funny and then she ended a, a whole five minute thing was on uh that TV show Shark Tank, and I, I don't watch it. I've seen like one episode, so it, it just it bored me. For her finale, it should be like this really great material. There, there were some funny moments. I'm saying it's definitely worth watching. It's I just thought, I just thought her last one was was a lot funnier.
0: Yeah, I would agree with the Shark Tank though. I thought that was kind of a almost lame way to end a comedy special because she had so so many like good one-liners throughout it you know she was talking about how you know you can't find your lip liner at the bottom of your purse and like stuff like that 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 i think it would have been and it was so true like some of the things she said were just spot on so i think that would have been a better like way to end it or the mermaid even though you didn't like the mermaid like that would have been a stronger way to end it than shark tank because i don't watch it i don't really i it kind of like lost interest toward the end of it but the rest of it i thought was very good it
1: was also a little preachy but i thought there were some contradictions she was talking about of course not body shaming and, and keeping that in mind but then she made a joke about nobody no tall guy is good looking and then i, I thought she was kind of hard on, on skinny women a little bit some of the jabs there so uh you know I, a couple i thought contradictions but it's inevitable for a comedian You you have to offend someone at some point so i wasn't too bothered by it, but uh, you know, I no, don't know.
0: You play it safe, you're boring. Exactly. So she had a she had some good jabs in there though, too. Definitely. And speaking of some jabs, uh Saturday Night Live, don't worry, I'm not <laughs> gonna hit you. Uh Saturday Night Live came back for its new season on Saturday.
1: And if you were watching the, the presidential debate, you just knew what they were gonna lead with. And yes. almost that skit almost wrote itself and they they nailed it. Alec Baldwin playing donald trump and
0: i thought that was a superb choice he was so funny and i'm wondering if he is going to continue playing donald trump throughout election season or if that was just a one and done
1: i have a feeling he's he's, he's very active with snl anymore than uh, kate mckinnon is that her name who, who won an emmy largely for her portrayal of hillary clinton so she was doing that part and uh the weekend was was the musical guest, and I don't know if you saw during the they have the weekend live segment. and They do their live news thing. They had a weekend update, and it was him. He goes, "Yeah, I cut my hair." <laughs> really funny. <laughs> he, he, he had a good comic timing on that. But uh, I, I was very down on last season. I, I thought it was it was one of the worst ever. This episode was fairly good. Fairly good. I, we'll see how it lasts. There were some dull moments. There's always going to be that in SNL. Yeah. you can always tell like 30 seconds into the skit. This is going to be a long three minutes. Or it's going to be good. It's going
0: to be the funniest.
1: There was just enough to make me want to come back again, and hopefully, this is a better year. But yeah, the, the, the debate they started with was just spot on.
0: The only thing I would have wished, especially since Alec Baldwin was playing Donald Trump, I really wanted Amy Poehler back as Hillary. Uh, I bet I, she needs to make an appearance at some point, you know, between now and November 8th.
1: Uh, that's probably likely to happen that I
0: I'm hoping so because I just could imagine her watching that debate and like just getting into character right there any
1: excuse for Tina Fey to come back and do Sarah Palin Yeah, always welcome as well
0: always always welcome so and are you ready for this week's love it or loathe it Yeah, I am. We have a lot to love this week.
1: I think it's your turn to go first. All
0: right. I will go first. I have two loves. Um, Yeah, right? (laughs) It's a cheery Monday morning in October. Um, First of all, they announced last week that The Lion King is being made into a live-action movie, (laughs) and I'm a little nervous of how that's going to go because it's lions and like the animal kingdom and it's not like people but the lion king is my very favorite disney animated movie so i am very excited
1: i knew that is it going to come down to the casting is that going to be the key or
0: i don't know i just think there's probably going to be a lot of cgi kind of like they did with the jungle book Mm -hmm. and i'm curious if that's gonna make it or break it
1: so you're loving it now
0: but i'm loving it but i reserve the right to change my mind but i'm excited that it's coming back because beauty and the beast is being remade um and quit laughing. Well, you're in your element, now. I am very excited about this. If just get
1: <laughs> Justin Timberlake to write the theme song, you'll be...
0: Right. Be oh, we just need Justin Timberlake to perform Simba's lines, <laughs> and all oh, we'll will be right with the world. But no, um, Beauty and the Beast uh, comes into theaters in March um, with the perfect Belle, Emma Watson, playing uh, the lead role. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. great, great uh, casting choice. But yeah, so, and they did... Um, maleficent and cinderella so i'm excited that they're doing the lion king and it's not like the typical disney princess one and i think that's why i like the lion king in the first place but i'm curious how that's gonna go and i'm wondering if jonathan taylor thomas will be involved
1: okay fair enough i
0: since he was the young simba on the first the voice of young simba in the original movie did you know that i did not yeah so like the you more said, you know
1: you said you had two loves
0: yes and i have another love that might quickly turn into a loath um <laughs> Last, or I guess two weekends ago, there was a lot of teasing on Twitter and on social media from the cast of Will and Grace, the four main characters, you know, they were all kind of taking photos of each other, and it looked like they were back on a set, and I'm like, okay, well, what does this mean? Are they bringing it back? Are they, you know, doing a reunion? Or are they just messing with us? And they ended up doing a, like, almost 10 minute um like scene for um an endorsement for hillary clinton but i'm wondering if they're gonna do more so i'm loving the fact that we're being teased and we might get more will and grace but i'm kind of loathing the fact that they're not telling us what exactly it is are they coming back are they not and they also are all vampires because they look the exact same (laughs) as they did 10 years ago when the show went off the air if you can believe that so
1: It's good they're all four. I think it's integral. You couldn't do that. They are going to revamp the show. You couldn't do it with just three of the four. No,
0: you all of them, they're a very important part of why that show was such a success and why it was so funny. And doing it without, it can't be, it has to be Will and Grace, obviously, but the two... um, supporting roles Jack and Karen it would be nothing without them too so, yeah, so we,
1: don't, we don't want Karen mellowing with age we want her no
0: we want popping
1: vodka swilling as always or, yeah,
0: yeah so I'm intrigued where that's gonna go so stay tuned but that's my love for this week and you have one as well
1: yeah let's stick to the, the upbeat theme I'm, I'm loving the fact that Lady Gaga was picked for the Super Bowl halftime show
0: I will agree with that
1: seems like it was just several months ago we were talking about everyone whining oh Coldplay they're boring and, uh, you know what with, with Lady Gaga it's not gonna be boring no matter no. what I think it's going to be entertaining. Uh, It's just going to be worth tuning in just to see how she comes out. What is she wearing? Is she descending from the sky? Is she rising from the... Is she going
0: to be riding a unicorn? Unicorn. Will she be riding a horse? Like, anything is possible. And I feel like the budget of the Super Bowl show, like, there is no budget. So I feel like that could be such a great just staged for her, for people who don't get her or don't like her or haven't really been exposed to her. Because if you remember last year, she nailed the national anthem. Uh,
1: yes, she, she did an amazing yes, job she on did. that. So. I, I heard from people who didn't even like her who I say, whoa, that, that was pretty darn good.
0: So. Yeah, and I... Never really liked her. I thought she was kind of, it was just all kind of an act and, you know, whatever, until I saw her live at Console Energy Center a couple years ago, and I couldn't believe, I walked away, like, I take back everything I ever said about her. She is fantastic, and I can't wait for her to come back, and I can't wait to see what she's going to do.
1: She makes you a believer in a hurry, and uh, they had her on uh, this past Sunday during one of the NFL games at halftime just to kind of promote it a bit. And it was kind of funny. She had, like, cut-off jeans. And she was just, just kind of being awkward, her talking about football and, and the, the jock guys, the announcers trying to interact with her. It, it was really kind of <laughs> funny to see the, the, um, the lack of comfort level between the two. But I like it. I like a little edginess. So she's definitely going to – taken in in some directions we're not used to so
0: and i think it's a good choice too for the people who tune in um people i mean me the people who tune in just for the budweiser puppy commercial and like the commercials and the halftime show i think she's going to bring in a new audience but she'll also entertain the people who are actually there for the purpose of the super bowl which is to watch the football game
1: and I need a positive Lady Gaga, I think, because she's also in an American Horror Story right now. And the last we saw her, her and we saw a lot of her, let's just say, <laughs> with Cuba Gooding Jr. in a, in a scene that I'm going to have a hard time erasing from my mind. She she plays a, a, a very evil witch.
0: Really? Very that's na- a good role for her. I think
1: she's a witch. She, she's some kind of uh, supernatural thing. But uh, So I need Gaga out there, halftime, Super Bowl, bringing what she's got. So that's and, my love.
0: And speaking of American Horror Story, this week is the episode where we have a local, an Ambridge... Uh, hi, grad. Directed the episode.
1: Marita Grabiak. She sent me an email this morning to remind me to tell people. I'm glad you reminded me. Yes, yeah, so
0: tune into that on Wednesday night.
1: We'll talk about that next week, I think.
0: Yes, and um, thank you for joining us. Um, as always, you can follow all of the latest in entertainment news at timesonline.com slash entertainment.
1: Follow us here on, on The Buzz at Stitcher Radio, iTunes, timesonline.com backslash, and
0: and SoundCloud.
1: Just seeing if you're paying attention.
0: (laughs) I am and you can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Maggie E.
1: I'm at Scott Tady.
0: And thank you for the Beaver Station Cultural and Event Center for letting us come back here to film and make sure you check out their um, information on their Oktoberfest event at rsvp.beaverstation.org.